Welcome to the Friday Night Clive podcast with me, Clive Payne. In this podcast, we look back at the amazing charities, organisations and people we have chatted to over the past few months, all of whom have interesting and important stories to tell. I'm going to talk to you now, or I'm going to get my guest to talk to you about a little girl with a big dream. Violet is seven years of age and she heralds from Hales-Owen. Now, she's been diagnosed with acute lymphoblast leukaemia and she'll be having chemotherapy, as I was saying earlier on, until next year. But what is Violet's dream? She has a dream, but how is she going to fulfil it? And to tell me all about that is Violet's mum, Rebecca, and uh, family friend Matt, who are both in front of me. Good evening, both. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you ever so much for joining me. Um, Rebecca, first of all, tell me all about Violet. We know she's seven. Tell me all about her as a person. Violet's a very bright, bubbly, outgoing little girl. She loves her gaming. Um, a little nephew, Jack, and a best mate, Isla. So, yeah, she's... Very bubbly. What, what sort of what you say gaming? Is this sort of online gaming and things? <laughs> yeah, yeah what, the typical <laughs> Roblox, Fortnite, <laughs> and yeah, all that. She's Does into. she win? Is she any good? Yeah, she's uh, she's good. She's got it. Yeah, brilliant. Oh, that's really good. I mean, seven years of age in my day, we only just had electricity. I don't know about <laughs> games and things. Now, um, Violet has been diagnosed, as I was saying, with acute lymphoblast leukemia. What is that, and what's your understanding of it? Um, the leukaemia, it's a form of blood cancer and it's when the blood cells are not working properly in the bone marrow. They overproduce too many cells so the body begins not to work properly, our immune system goes down. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, so it, it just it just decimates her immune system. Yeah. Then. See, this is the thing. There's so many different types of cancers, and there's so many different types of leukemias. You know, there's 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 all sorts. And yeah. I think like with violet, it, there's with the leukemia, there's the B cells and the T cells that it can affect, and mm. violet is her B cells that it affects. Right. So I guess she's had to be she had to shield and be very careful throughout the pandemic, and I guess you're probably having to do that still for her. Yeah. Because when she goes through her chemotherapy, um, obviously the chemo can affect her immune system, her blood count. So when her blood counts are low, it's when she's more prone to getting infections and picking up colds quite easily and quickly. So, what, sort of what checks and balances have you got in place to you know protect her as much as you can from other infections? Never mind COVID, but anything else that's going around. I think you just need to be very vigilant about the things that she does. I mean, like, she has antibiotics on a weekend, that helps. Um, there's a wash that we have to wash her in as well that helps fight, get rid of the infections and mm. germs on her. So, And the nurse comes round once a week to do blood, so we know exactly when her blood counts are low, so you just be a bit more vigilant. And if it is low, I mean, is there anything that you can do in the immediacy to adjust that, or is that the job of a medication, I suppose? I think that's um, the job of a medication. You'll see that they flutter from week to week. One week, it could be really, really low, but then the next week, they'll go back up. It's, mm. yeah, it's a bit bizarre on how it works sometimes. So she's having chemotherapy. How often does she have that? Um, at the moment, she's gone through a very intense period where we was up the hospital four, four times a week and she was having lumbar punctures where she was put to sleep, um, an injection into her spine and bone marrow um, 
to then push the chemo around her body so it can get up into her brain to kill off the cells in her brain. Mm -hmm. And they also take fluid then so they can keep regularly testing it to make sure that the chemotherapy is doing what it's sure. doing. And obviously, as you say, she's on other medication as well, is she? Yeah, well, we've gone through an intense period um, and then we had like a bit of an interim maintenance break and the hair started to grow back, but then we went into another intense period mm. and she really lost it again. But now we've got into a part called maintenance, so we just go up once a month for around the chemo and a lot of it now is drugs at home that sure. she has to and have. That, that'll be better for her, I think. And as you were saying yeah. earlier on, you know, her hair is starting to grow and your hair grows about half an inch a month on average. Yeah. Um, so it'll soon be back where she'll want it platinum yeah. or styling. Mum, can you do this kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, she was excited today about, like, oh, I could start using shampoo and having mm. my hair washed. So. Yeah. And obviously now I'm just waiting for, hopefully, a central line to come out because she had one fitted in to get the medicine in or mm. when she had to have blood transfusions because she had quite a lot in the beginning. Um, hopefully that can come out within the next couple of months so that means then she can go back swimming have proper baths because she can't get it wet no. we have to be very careful so mm. yeah. yeah good stuff tell me about Violet's dream then Rebecca Violet's dream is to go to America mm -hmm. she's the biggest Stitch fan Marvel <laughs> fan <laughs> going and I just think it would be an absolutely amazing experience for her mm. and it would be a once in a lifetime opportunity for her to be honest so so you started a fundraising campaign didn't you yeah the um it was my sister and my brother-in-law they started um putting tubs out in the their pub the hayden cross and they organized the charity night um a lot of my friends at didn't live round here, was saying about set up a GoFund page. Mm. So I did that so they could donate and obviously then it got shared all over Facebook and that's then when we, Matt found us and yeah. got involved. I'm going to come on to Matt in a second, but you, what was your initial target to raise? What was your initial figure? The initial one was about 3,000 because mm -hmm. it was just Disneyland Paris that we was aiming for mm. to begin with. And then obviously when Matthew come come through and said I can help you that we decided well you know that Violet's gone qu through quite a lot mm. she deserves yeah she deserves it so so Matt you came along uh, as uh, Rebecca has just said how did this spark your interest and when did you first find out about Violet so I uh, first found about it on social media uh, on my Facebook platform uh, I come across Beck on there reaching out for Violet um, which I saw obviously it was Paris and I uh, just contacted Beck um, and basically asked to meet up in the Hayden Cross, which is where it all started, um, and just get to know the family and Violet, really. Um, as soon as I met them straight away, just not not me for six, really. Mm -hmm. uh, emotionally attracted to it, and I just wanted to get her to a dream. Obviously, it was Paris to start with. Uh, I am just an ordinary lad like everybody else. Go out, do it. My nine-to-five job, just a bit longer sometimes. Um, but I, I wanted to help. Uh, I've raised money now for charities for, for two years since uh, when COVID first come about. Um, it was a lockdown hobby, shall we say. I just wanted to do something closer to home. Um, so I spoke to Beck, told her my background, uh, and just said, I think we should aim high. If she wants to do it, let's do it properly. Let's go. Let's go big or go home kind of thing. 
So. And this is where social media has its place, isn't it? Because we hear so much about people misusing social media, but the majority of people use it correctly. And if we hadn't got it, you wouldn't have found out about this, nah, let's be honest. I, I wouldn't, I'd, like I said, I'd never, I wouldn't be sitting here. No, that's right. Well, I mean, Rebecca, you were saying that your initial target was around £3,000. Matt, what are you up to now? Uh, we're currently sitting at, I literally checked it just before we come in, uh, we're sitting at 28500 which is an absolute well, that, I mean, figure. That's gone up a storm because I yeah. checked it in the week. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't any, well, it, it was, wasn't far off that, but it wasn't 28,000, that's yeah. for sure. So in, only in sort of, you know, three or four days, you know, that, that's increased dramatically. And that's Definitely. a great testament to the work that you're both doing. And as you say, you know, your sister and brother in law, but also um, the fact that people want to help. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, t- honestly, I, I've lost for words when. I've reached out to social media. My Facebook platform is just obviously friends and, and family, really. Uh, I've got a Twitter page, which I very rarely used until I raised money for Macmillan a couple of years back. Um, and from there, like I say, it's, it's, it's took off. I, I'm lost for words, I really am. So, I mean, I, I guess you've gone through your target now, but, the, you know, the money still keeps coming, which is lovely. What happens next with the money then? Yeah, so, I mean, what, what we're doing, obviously, we've, we've set the target high, um, we're estimating around about 18,000 for, for obviously Violet to go to Florida for the two weeks with obviously people who are going, um, expenses, tickets, everything. The remaining funds that we've got in that GoFundMe and which will continue to go up, um, we're going to be donating it to the children's hospital. Uh, there is a specific ward which I'm sure Beck will be able to tell us. Um, what ward it is, but it's basically the team that uh, are doing an amazing job looking after every every child in there, as well as as well as Vi. Sure, Rebecca, tell me about the the award. The award, sorry. Yeah, well, when we first like got diagnosed and you move over to the children's hospital, obviously everything happens that quick and mm. you're swept up and you haven't got time to process. And it was Ward 18, hematology and oncology ward. And, yeah, the nurses on there have just been absolutely amazing. And then, obviously, when you're not admitted in and you have to go up for chemo, you go downstairs to the day clinic outpatient. And, again, I'm just an absolutely fantastic team down there. Now, you, obviously, you've been doing the fun, a lot of the fundraising through GoFundMe. Um, but what other things have you been doing to raise the money? To be honest, it's literally just that social media platform. Really? Uh, That's very good. It's took off. I mean, obviously, as you're probably aware, if you've saw it yourself or others that are listening mm. have saw, we've saw several celebrities getting involved, mainly footballers. We've saw the uh, the sports side of it's been absolutely crazy. Tell uh, me, because you've had some famous people yeah, um, I mean, donating, for example, whom? So the biggest one to date at the moment, we've got James Madison, mm-hmm. uh, obviously a football star. Um He's noticed it about two weeks ago. From there, it saw 7.2 million, I think, views of the, the video that I put on the platform. And then ever since there, it, it's gone flying up. We had Tyro Mings, another um, local Aston Villa player, mm-hmm. um, and also represent his country. Um, we've got a lot of West Bromwich Albion players that have donated. So we've got Connor Townsend, uh, Jordan Hugo, Robert Snodgrass... Jake Livermore. Jake Livermore donated the VIP experience a couple of weeks back, um, which obviously we experienced with Vi. Uh, the list goes on. Snooker champion Neil Robertson donated. Really? Gosh. Ashie Murphy, jo- uh, champion jockey. The sport, the sport side of it's phenomenal. Honestly, it really is. 
And it just goes to show that there are a lot of very kind and genuine people around. We hear so much negativity um, about people, but it demonstrates that, you know, there are people that genuinely want to help, mm. which I think, you know, yeah, is really lovely. Now, Violet's recently had a VIP experience. What was that, Rebecca? It was at the Albion. Albion. It was Jake Livermore gave us his executive box. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, that was an amazing experience, having... Uh, and the balcony mm -hmm. and yeah you're able, able to sit there and watch a match and enjoy all the hospitality yeah, and what definitely. have you oh, super. it's just a shame about the performance at the minute isn't it <laughs> I was going to come on to that what was the outcome uh, yeah it weren't good uh, we won't talk about the Albion at the moment okay uh, well let's draw a line under that then shall it we was, it was brilliant like I say the hospitality up there uh, people, we all jokes aside, I mean, we, they're good. There, we're not actually. a huge, we're not a huge club. Uh, we're not the biggest in the Midlands. Uh, it, it is what it is. But I'm a massive Albion fan, and for what they've done, it, it's it's taken me back. Really, has like I say, we from start to finish, we were greeted from when we come in the door. We were directed to to the box. We were given unlimited drinks, unlimited. Uh, we had the four course meal. Uh, it was just luxury. It was brilliant. Excellent. I think Violet was excited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she even got the, uh, the mascots come up to her and give her a shirt, didn't she? Brilliant. <laughs> no, that's really good. Now, there's a charity event on the 11th of February, isn't there? Yes. Tell me about that. So I decided to put a charity night up, um, along with a lot of help from Dave Quinton and Tina Quinton. Um, it can't just be me that takes the, the credit for this one. Uh, them two have been absolutely amazing with me. They've sort, um, sorted the acts out. So it's just a night of entertainment down the Spring Meadow uh, Social Club in Odell. Uh, it is sold out, unfortunately, now. Um, but that's good. for us, that's brilliant. <laughs> um, so there's going to be over 160 people there for, for a, an amazing night of entertainment. We've got six acts on um, that are going to be singing. Uh, we've got uh, some sports memorabilia to auction off, which we've had donated. And what items have you had donated? So, mainly, again, sports. Um, again, like I say, the sports has just been crazy. Um, so, we've had a Wayne Rooney-signed uh, Man United shirt from when he scored that amazing goal against Man City. Um, we've got one of those that was one of my barber that actually donated uh, from Neverton, FH. So, big shout-out to FH Barbers for that and Josh and his team. Um, we've had a wolf shirt donated. Uh, I didn't want to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I've got to be honest, all colours aside, when it comes to this, uh, there's no such thing as colours when it comes to raising money for charity. Um, so thanks to Jamie Taylor who donated that. Uh, we've got a signed West Bromwich Albion football, which has come directly from the club. Um, so thanks to the Albion again. Um, we've also got a signed 1982 European Villa shirt, which is signed by the 11. Really? Yes, signed by 11 of the players as well. Gosh. Right. Um, that's a massive shout-out to Wayne Efridge and Paul Price. Uh, Wayne actually does a lot of events at his pub, the Britannia in Wollaston. He has a lot of events for, for, for famous people to come down. Mm. So there was, a there was a night up there a couple of weeks back, I think it was in December, uh, and they had the 11 players down signing and that was donated to us uh, so we wrote a reserve bid already of £390 for that uh, so we're going to touch on the sports memorabilia uh, uh, just under a grand of a thought which is all going to the funds again and as you say, the, the money, the, the the spare money, uh, as it were, will then go towards the children's hospital. Uh, children's hospital. Um, where can we go to make a donation then? 
so the links are on there. Um, I don't know the link off by art, but if you follow my social media pages... Okay, give your social media page a mention. Yes, so Facebook uh, is just standard Matty Bennett, M-A-T-T-Y, and then my surname Bennett, B-E-N-N-E-T-T. Uh, if you do want to follow the Twitter page, which is mainly where the, the things are going on, it's at Matty B W B A ninety six. Excellent, and it'll all be there. And also, I think you can go to the GoFundMe website. Go to gofundme.com forward slash Making Violet's Dreams Come True, with hyphens between yes. each of the word. Well, please give Violet our love, and I'm sure she's going to have a very exciting weekend. A, a, a very exciting year, isn't she? Really? Yeah, with definitely. all this going on. Definitely. Have you actually booked a date for, for the trip to America yet? At the moment, we haven't, because we're just kind of waiting to see when a central line is going to come out, because mm. obviously, if she's got that in, it's going to kind of limit what she can do. Certain rides, she won't be able to go on if there's a harness or go swimming or get it wet. So I'm hoping in the next couple of months that's going to come out, and we was looking at maybe October, because she loves Halloween, and I just thought, what better place? Well, they do it big over there, yeah. don't they? And the weather will still be nice. Yeah, and they said, like, if you went the end week of October, first week of November, they go straight from Halloween into Christmas. So I thought, then you've got the best of both both worlds then. So. Excellent. No, <laughs> yeah. that's really good. Well, as I say, please give uh, Violet our love. Um, I think she's listening. Hello, Violet. Hello, Violet. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have a very exciting, certainly Halloween, hopefully, all, all being well. But Rebecca Griffiths and Matty Bennett, thank you both very much for talking to Friday Night Clive. That is your lot for this episode. You can catch the programme live every Friday night on Black Country Radio from 8pm. If you like our podcast, please subscribe by heading to blackcountryradio.co.uk forward slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. See you very soon. This is a Black Country Radio podcast presented by Clive Payne and produced by Andy Caddick.